0: Good afternoon, you're watching Stockwatch This Week with me, Zanati Kuma. Today we bring you a review of the week's stock performances and we get to answer all your stock-related questions. And joining me with his insights today is Rikus Readers from PSG Wealth Reims. So thank you so much for your time, Rikas. Let's look at the JSC uh, and the performance of the boss this week. I mean, was it a battle of Rand Hedge stocks and SA Inc where the Rand Hedge stocks were actually winning?
1: Yes. Um, I mean, we started Monday off with a with, with quite a sizable drop. I think the all uh, share went down about 1.3%. And for the rest of the week, uh, that index tried to sort of gain ground back. But as you said, it's been on the industrial side, basically around hedges with the uh, brand blowing off. Um, some movement in um, resources, which was up and down depending on the news of of the day but um, you know if you if you dig down deeper and, and take a look at for example your midcap index that's just going sideways so it's really been um, driven by political inaction um, locally mm. and the weakening of the RAND
0: yeah well we'll see how the RAND does and how the JC does next week because uh, the 2023 budget speech is coming up um, yeah. So just talking about uh, Rand Hedge stocks, uh, there's a question here on Capco, that's Capital and Counties. Would this be a good, uh, strong Rand Hedge stock? Um, considering also that the, the the company has been through the ringer in recent years, but really seems to be making quite a strong recovery there in the West End.
1: Yeah, it's... Um the west end is is doing pretty well as as you said not that the rest of the uk is doing well so that um to a certain extent influences their their um, property market in the deal that they're having um with um, uh, shaftesbury yeah. at the moment which is yet to be con- concluded but certainly it's um it's recovered well from its lows i think it's about probably about 20 25 percent up um, we've had recommendations coming through from overseas brokers. Um, you know, somewhere between a hold and a buy, with target prices about one, you know, um, one pound forty or one pound seventy, depending on on who you believe. So, mm. um, it's a company that is reinventing itself in a difficult market, as far as the UK is concerned. Um, I'm always wary of that and specifically with the corporate action going on, you know, these things yeah. tend not to work out as well as, they, um, as, the, as the two parties want them to do, so um, yeah, it's it's certainly a turnaround, but if you are looking for something a little bit more steady as far as a randage, randage is concerned. Uh-huh. Um, um, Capco is probably a little bit too volatile and too, and too risky. Ah,
0: uh, okay. Well, we'll wait and see um, as to when the, uh, the conclusion um, of Shasbury comes through and how that actually filters through to the numbers and how much upside we can maybe see from that merger. Talking about reinvention, West Coal. Uh, do you look at it um a uh, coal miner that's now trying to reinvent itself into a diversified uh, company that that is eyeing investments in in wind and solar
1: yeah and also soccer clubs if you not know, or football clubs if I'm not mistaken okay. yeah
0: it's
1: a, <laughs> uh, um, well uh, sponsorship at least yeah, yeah yeah it's a it's a very small player dependent on on demand from escom um yeah if i'm if i'm gonna go into the coal sector, that's probably not the one I'll be looking at obviously um it being such a small player
0: mm-hmm.
1: um um you can get a lot of price action in it so so as a if if you've got the um, if if you want to trade that sector yeah there's there's obviously money to be made and lost but mm-hmm. um, again probably too volatile and too small really um to be considered a a, ke- a core holding or anything like that
0: um small but would it not maybe be an a uh, a cheap entry point into the coal sector
1: that's that's what i mean it yeah. is so heavily discounted because of its size okay. because of some go- some some corporate governance issues that that the volatility you know it's cheap for a reason, if I can call it that. Yeah. So if that whole sector starts moving up, um, there should be a lot of price gearing in it. But consider the the fundamental risks associated with it. Something goes wrong, and with something as small as um, Solunga, it can go very wrong.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, Yeah. And just for our viewers, West Hall did actually change its name to Salungano. Um, That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's also a question on Oslo Mattel. Uh, What is your view on Oslo Mattel? There's been quite a lot of uh, interest and questions on this counter. I think uh, sometime during the week also I did get a question as to... um, I think it was yesterday. If 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 Oslo Metal will ever get back to its highs seen in 2006, and what um, what would have to happen in the macro economy for it to get back to those levels? What's your sentiment on Oslo Mattel?
1: Okay, right. I, I, I'll try not to waste too much time on this, but let's go macro first. Yeah. Your two your two biggest producers of steel um, are China and and Russia. Um, that's for your sort of um, shall we say not highly specialized steel Um, those two countries are in trouble Russia we know why China demographics so the supply that's coming from those regions are probably um, going to decline and I'm talking longer term over here Um, at the moment both of those countries steel industries are being subsidized um, by government and the South African government trying to do exactly the same with of metal locally. In other words, subsidize them. I think Peter Bruce in uh, Business Day summed it up very nicely by saying that they actually made money by not producing steel because they were subsidized. Now they've got to produce steel, they've got to compete with the likes of Russia and China and they find it difficult. Mm-hmm. Apart from the fact that they use a heck of a lot of electricity and we all know that that's a problem. So, longer term as I said, going, going, going from the MACA, you're probably going to see a reduction in supply from the two biggest suppliers, but making steel is not difficult. We've been doing it for <laughs> thousands of years, yeah. so how can Arsenal compete with that, considering the state of their um, factories? Um, it's it's difficult, so unless government helps, and um, what's the incentive then for Arsenal to actually get better at what they're doing? Um, mm. Yeah, it's, it's a great trading opportunity, but at the but I can't see where their competitiveness competitiveness mm. comes in short-term against Russia and China and longer-term against any other country that's going to um, take over from China yeah. and Russia.
0: Yeah, all right. Uh, quite an interesting one there. Um, there's a question on uh, AECI, uh, the chemicals and explosives business. Can your, um, your guest comment on the long-term prospects for AECI? Um, yeah, I understand. I think they 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 went through a, a strategy revamp uh, at some point um and also now uh, Mark dieter is actually retiring and they recently announced uh, who will replace him from next year. So, uh, mm. yeah, long-term prospects for that company?
1: Look, it's always going to be cyclical. They're dependent to a large extent on mining via their explosives. their, their um bioproducts are quite interesting, you know, as far as water and, and and assisting with farming is concerned, but it's always going to be cyclical, so they will be either cheap or they will be expensive depending on the cycle. As you've said, they've gone through um, quite a big restructure over in recent years where they've done a lot of capital investment into plant and that kind of thing um, and that's going to pay off. So I think it's I like the strategy, I like the areas in which they operate Um, and I think at the right um, time considering where the price is right now, I think they are fundamentally cheap but always remember it's cyclical, they'll have huge runs and huge falls. Their results are due, or at least uh, I think the trading update is probably due next week sometime. I'd like to see um, how that's going to do. Um, Historically as I said, they are cheap. They're sitting on about a 7 price earnings, and I think it's a 6% dividend yield. So Mm -hmm. let's wait for um, next week, see how it goes. If, if, If those updates are cool, I think they... They are cheap. Graph doesn't look too bad, Um, and yeah, so depending on that, it might be a nice entry point as far as I'm concerned. Uh,
0: All right, definitely one to look out for. Uh, Let's get into uh, another uh, chemicals uh, business. Uh, Omnia performing badly. Uh, Why is Omnia performing badly compared to the rest of the SA market? They
1: had pretty decent results six months ago. I think there's a bobbin operations. Nothing new there. Always a drag. Um, but possibly what's holding them back at the moment is the very good year they had in fertilizer last year um, during COVID and and supply disruptions. Globally, fertilizer prices um, have come down quite considerably. That's as a result of your weaker oil price, as you know. Um, yeah. That forms quite a big component. So. Um, and also, you know, we were, we were talking about AECI. If you compare them with AACI, Omnia's um, historic price earnings of about nine, aCI sitting at seven. So one would imagine that they, um, as a company that's reinvented itself out of deep trouble, it's 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 a solid operation. Mm-hmm. But they are dependent on their market, and as with AECI, as I said, we're. Um, they can do very well, in depending on circumstances. Omnia did very well out of their fertilizer because of circumstances. That has yeah. changed, and I think that's why the price is basically just moving sideways at the moment.
0: Ah, uh, all right. Well, thank you very much for that analysis, uh, Rickus Let's get to your stock pick for today.
1: Um, well as i said depending on um on what the trading updates is, but i think a c. i is looking in a good spot. I'd wait for um the update if that is anyway anyway decent I think we could. We could start getting a rally in that.
0: Yeah, uh, all right. Well, thank you very much for your time and insights today. Uh, that was Rikas Rietis from PSG Wealth Reimsach. Uh If you've got any questions, be sure to send those via SMS to four one three nine two email stockwatch at bdtv.co.za or tweet us at Business Day TV using the hashtag stockwatch, and those will be answered on Monday. Mm-hmm.